Welcome to Common Talkers. My name is Brandon. I'm William. And we got another special guest with us today, Mr. Darren Soto. How's it going, Darren? It's good. It's good. Happy to be back. Good, good, good. We love having you back, man. You know what? You've been a part of this team for quite some time, man. So today we're actually going to do something interesting. Um, What was it? Um, So this is actually a versus battle. So we're actually going to do the battle of the 80s. Literally, these two comic book franchises would always go back and forth at the number one slot for comic books sold throughout the decade. Now it is time to see, once and for all, what team takes the gold for the best team in comics. And I'm talking about the Teen Titans versus the X-Men. So today I'm going to be... Dun, the dun, dun. <laughs> I'm going to be the judge today. I'm not going to participate in the debate. I'm going to leave that up to Mr. Willie, who's going to be defending the Teen Titans. I'm going to leave that up to Darren, who's a big X-Men fan. So did I say X-Men? I'm in X-Men. So (laughs) you know what you were trying to say. (laughs) The X-Men. The The X-Force. The X-Men. The man of the X. The extreme X-Men. We're all here. Is it sad (laughs) that the X-Men have so many names and yet the Titans just have the new Teen Titans? Teen Titans or Titans? Teen Titans. Yeah. <laughs> Teen Titans West, Teen Titans East, Teen Titans. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> just, just know we are teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who are about to fight, who are about to fight adult mutants. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That teen line is kind of questionable for some of them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They yeah. couldn't cut it into the Justice League. They were just like, just stay with the Titans. Just, just stay over gonna, there. It's not Teen Titans anymore. It's just Titans. <laughs> That's why Kyle Rayner joined. <laughs> God. All right. So here are the rules. Each participant will choose seven members for their prospective team. But there is a catch. Each person has to choose a character that will fit these particular roles with the team. So the same thing as our drafts or when we've done our dream teams. Um, They have to have a leader, a tech or a scientist. Mystic, a glue member, so a member who can keep the team together, a stealthy character, a strength character, and a wild card. Um, Each participant will have, I will give them the position they have to fill. So if I say leader, they give off their leaders. Um, They will have, up to two minutes to defend why he or she is in this particular role and why they're better in this role than the other opponent's character. At the end of each debate on that particular role, I'll judge who won that round. And I'm solely basing it off of if they fit and how they fit in their particular roles. Not going off pure power. I'm not going off who has, you know, the better techniques or anything like that. I'm strictly going off of who's the better person in that role. So to judge it fairly. If I did powers, it'd be X-Men down the way <laughs> in a little bit for I mean, let's just let's just put that out there now. X-Men would win if if it was only power. <laughs> if it was only power, yeah, I wouldn't stand a chance. You just you just get Wanda, you just get Wanda Maximoff game over. Just for reality. <laughs> he has a pet Galactus. He's done. <laughs> but we also we had to put a little restriction down for Mr. Darren. So Darren will only have one Omega level mutant. 
one Omega. Because if we felt like if he chose all Omega level mutants, it would be no choice, no even, no chance for Willie to. It would be fun. super fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, pretty much. So the winner will be determined on how many rounds they win. In the case there is a tie, because there will be times where I go, you know what, you kind of guys got to kind of the same pick. I'm giving you both a point. If there is a tie at the end. They will pitch a story where they have to pitch what they do and the main villain they're fighting. So I'm going to give you guys a little funness out of this. So without a further ado, so you ready, Mr. Willie? I'm ready. You ready, Mr. Darren? Yes. Let's go to war. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Battle of the 80s has just begun. X-Men. So... <laughs> Teen Titans. Teen Titans. <laughs> Announce it. JLA. <laughs> Get the right team. <laughs> Avengers, baby. <laughs> oh, I have a few of those. No, no. <laughs> Alrighty. So I'm going to go ahead and start with the obvious picks. I'm going to have you guys name off both your leaders. All right. So, cool. Willie, who's your leader? My leader is Aqualad. Which one? Yeah. Guard? Oh, <laughs> You're going to make me go, go yes. like this? Yes. Sorry about that, fans. Uh, so, Darren. We'll go with Garth. You're going with Garth. Okay. All right. All right. Darren, who's your leader? Uh, you know, there's there's uh, several picks for this position, but uh, we we of the X-Men delegation would like to pick uh, Wolverine. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you guys both chose way different picks than I would. <laughs> Holy crap. I was thinking... Nightwing and Cyclops. <laughs> I'm not picking Cyclops. How's it going, bub? <laughs> so you just gave me, okay, now I know you're not drafting him in the drafts. You just gave me. I will, for, I will not draft Cyclops. For, for fans, um, Darren's going to be returning before we get started for an X-Men draft. Um, that's going to be here and recorded in the next couple weeks. So let's go ahead. I'm going to let, actually, Darren pitch his story first before Will. So okay. I, you got two minutes. Okay. Wolverine make a better leader than Aqualad. I think Wolverine will make a better leader than Aqualad because Wolverine has shown his leadership abilities with the X-Force, with opening the Jean Grey uh, school and being the headmaster for a while. Doing, in like, in my opinion, doing it better than what Scott did. With all that experience that Wolverine has had with his past lives, well, not past lives, he hasn't died before. He has nine lives, get it right. (laughs) (laughs) But like, just through his experience alone, Wolverine has lived a plethora of experiences, which he's a father figure to most people. You know, even Charles Xavier went to, like, would ask Wolverine for his advice because Wolverine was so much older and has experienced different parts of the world than uh, Professor X had. I feel like Wolverine 
create can create a solid team and be able to push them to their limit to make them the best person that they could be. Okay. Willie, why Akalad? Well, I chose Akalad because he's been already known as somebody who could take the mantle of leader before. Uh, and I just think that he does show a lot of talent when it comes to not only combat prowess, but also strategy and the fact that he's able to uh, not only work above land, but under the ocean as well, being able to communicate with sea life and breathe underwater. It gives him more versatility to be able to cover more ground and like work more angles. So I just think that he would be able to do a good job coming up with a good strategy for a team and leading them in various different areas. So I, I think that he would be able to fit well in that position. All right. So I'm going to ask a couple questions before we go to closing arguments for this. Darren, first question is yeah. for you. Now I see what you're saying with Wolverine. He has a lot of experience, but he's also known to be a wild card, meaning he goes, does things on his own without permission. So would he really be a good leader to many people if he just goes off on his own? Yes, because it has been proven, because since he did headmaster the Jean Grey school, he was more composed and fit that leadership role, especially like when he created the X-Force. Okay. And look at the people who are on the X-Force you know, though all those personalities and more of the dangerous side of, uh, of, you know, the Xavier Institute, how he was able to keep them in control and accomplish the missions that they were set out to do. Okay. Willie, the next question is for you. So I know Darren has pitched too, why Wolverine's better than Scott. Why is Aqualad better than Nightwing in this case? Well, not only does he have a same level of combat ability and strength that doesn't get talked about enough, but he, like I said earlier, he's able to traverse different, uh, he's able to traverse different areas. So not only can he operate on land, but he can operate on sea. That's something where Nightwing or Robin uh, would be limited on and he would even though he can, he's not as, like, he wouldn't be as uh, proficient on, in the water. So it kind of limits his ability. Okay. So I've come for a decision on this. With a point gather of 10 to 8, or 9 to 8, Darren wins this round. I'm giving it to Wolverine on this one. I do feel Wolverine does have a little better story. He did win me over with the X-Force. I did forget he did create the X-Force. And the fact that, like he says, he can keep them under control while that. I do like Aqualad, and I do see him as a leader. Um, what was it? But the thing is with me is that I also look at him as too much of a wild card as well. I think both of you guys chose wild cards for your picks for leaders. That I think when I had a look at that, I had a look at experience. And I do see Wolverine has a little bit more experience over Aquaman. And this is the second draft with the Titans where he didn't pick Nightwing. Just going to put that out there. Yeah, I won that draft. I heard <laughs> that. 
I won that draft. <laughs> I'm waiting to win this X-Men draft, ready to go. All right. Waiting for Beast Boy to show up on your list again. <laughs> um, He's on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, next pick is Tech. Darren, who did you choose for your Tech? Uh, Scientist kind of guy. I picked Forge. Oh, okay. All right. Willie, who did you choose? I chose Cyborg. Okay. I was about to say, if you didn't choose Cyborg, I swear, man. <laughs> wrong here. All right. Willie, I'm going to have you pitch this round. Why Cyborg? Well, Cyborg is a classic pick. He's uh, very well known in the Titans community, and he's known for not only being a strong uh, a strong Titan, but also being one of the most tech-savvy, having pretty much built the Titan rebuilt the Titan Towers multiple times, uh, providing tech to like pretty much every single one of the Titans as far as communicators, transportation, and not only that, he's an advanced level of intelligence to where he's able to access uh, technology manifolds throughout the entire universe if he needed to. So just being able to get that level of access to any sort of technology, I think he makes him a very proficient uh, technician for this team. Okay. All right, Mr. Darren, why forge over cyborg? Okay. So put the disclaimer here my first introduction to forge was x-men evolution um sorry and i just thought that that <laughs> character was was really cool you know the fact that not only are they a genius but they're able to sense the uh mechanical energy in like machines and half the time he's creating things that he can't tell you how he created it but he knows how it works that uh, that flexibility with technology especially in the the day and age that we live in he's going to be a solid addition to the team. And he's not somebody who's going to be uh, extra confrontational, which is like something that I'm trying to, uh, that I was trying to build with my team, because we know if you're going to be confrontational with Wolverine, he's going to be more confrontational and do something bad. Okay. So I guess then my first question is for Darren. So I, you just said something that kind of intrigued me. Yeah. How Forge would be somebody that would be willing to work under Wolverine or try to somewhat keep the peace. Yes. I have another pitch for you then. Since it is tech and scientist, why not Hank McCoy? Okay. I didn't pick Hank almost the same reason why I didn't pick Cyclops. It's too easy. You know, and it's like these are relationships that he's already built. I feel like what Wolverine would would do and what he would need is more fresh faces than familiar faces. So he can train a team the way that he wants it to be trained rather than working with a team that has worked with him prior and they're set in their ways to something that he doesn't want. Now, the only reason I was saying him is I feel like with Beast, he's more level headed. Where I think yeah. he would be one that would be like, okay, well, like, hey, bub, you know, I'm using your word, you know, calm down, <laughs> take care of this. Like, he can see it the way Professor Xavier would see something, while Wolverine would do what he feels is right. 
So with that, like, um, because I did take into consideration somebody to level Wolverine, and I have a character for that. That's another reason why I didn't pick Hank. I would rather have somebody with technical, like more tech savvy and being able to help with a creation rather than um, be a peer mediator. Okay. So, okay. So I have a simple question for you, Will, and this is actually, because it is kind of a close race here. I, I, I hate to say it, Darren. I'm kind of leaning more towards Cyborg because I do That's feel fine. But it depends on this question. So over the years, we've seen Cyborg in the J in the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that this would be a role where he could be a liaison for Teen Titans? Or... Do you see him going, nah, I'm done with this and go straight to the Justice League or stay with Teen Titans? Well, with the position that I have him in and with the rest of the lineup of my group, uh, the reason that I have him in the group as the tech is because he is reaching more of the older. He could move on to uh, the Justice League if he wanted to, but he seeing the group that he got presented with, he felt that it was an opportune moment for him to provide his assistance and obviously he didn't want to lead because he's done the leading before he felt there would be a better opportunity for him to provide the technical support being able to like give the extra addition that any of the members may need and with the connection that he has with quite a few of the other members it's also it also plays into a bit of a buddy feel and an emotional feel to give them a little bit of extra motivation and booster along with that. Yeah, sorry, Darren, I'm, I'm giving it to Cyborg. I just- No, that's that's a fair I, point. I, I, I look at it this way and that's the same thing. Like, I think Forge is a great pick. I would have I would have never thought about him. Like it was- And point a, one for the boys back home. Like, <laughs> my first introduction to him, I'll agree with you. I said, I'm sorry, because that was actually my first introduction to Forge as well. It's been evolution. <laughs> And you know what? I don't give a crap, but it's a still an underrated show. I think there's it was a it was a great show. It, it was. I I had a lot of friends that never cared for the show, and I was just like, I didn't mind it. I thought it was different. I just, I say sorry because I wish they would have done more with him. I actually liked him more in Wolverine. Yeah. and Wolverine and the X Men. Yeah, that's what I said. I think I liked him more there than I because he at least had more to do with the team where he actually was doing things to help the team grow and help the team. Like, and I do remember that with Wolverine and him, like he, they had a close relationship, but yeah, he pretty, when he said cyborg, he pretty much got me. I was like, yeah, cyborg. There's just like, you know, for the, for the next category for mystic, if it's <laughs> Raven, it's a hard fight. <laughs> like I understand. <laughs> well, let's, let's get to it. Willie, who's your mystic? Okay, this one's a little out there. Jericho. Jericho's your mystic. God. Okay. All right. Now, you're going to have to hear me out for the rest of the team when it gets to it, but yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, Darren. Okay. Pretty much. <laughs> you have no challenge on this. <laughs> you know, I'm just messing. Darren, who's your mystic? It better be my the- mystic. Huh? 
there better be the obvious choice. There's like two obvious choices that are mystic. I don't think my pick's going to be the one you're thinking of. Uh, I'm picking magic. Okay. 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 That was that was my third pick. So okay. you're saying there's a chance. I was. <laughs> there is. There is. Magic is a good character. What was it? Sister Peter Rasputin or Colossus. Yep. I'll give it to I'll I'll give you guys a fighting chance. But I'm gonna, Darren, if you're okay with it, I, I kind of do want to hear Willie's piss for Jericho. No, go for it. I'm I'm ready Willie. to hear it. Okay. Why Jericho? So <laughs> Jericho's relationship with the Teen Titans has somewhat been hit or miss, mostly on the hit side. Uh, but he does have one of the most unique abilities that I've ever seen amongst the Teen Titans, where it's uh, the it's like the ability to telepathically take over, like possess another person, and that's one of the abilities that can be both an incredible asset on your side, but also one of the more dangerous abilities if he were to feel crossed or uh, it, it's one of those things that's like it's very like hard to pinpoint him as a good person but he has that kind heart and like loving nature and he just wants to find peace amongst the people and like being able to have his abilities on your side it just creates an incredible it's hard it's it's really hard to talk about it more without telling more of the characters but he's able to create an incredible bond with some of the other characters while also having a lot of conflict with some of the other characters that will be on this team. Okay. Before we get to Darren, I'm going to go ahead and question him quick because I do got a good question for him because you just said something I like. That he doesn't bring a lot of conflict to the team, even though in Judas' contract, he's not sure if he can be trusted. Okay. So let's keep that in mind. Dick Grayson didn't know mm-hmm. if he could trust him. Yeah, he gains his trust after, but it's just the point. The way you just said it, seems like it's a better member for Blue. If he can, yeah, uh, can you ask that better. again? The connection cut out. Okay. So the way you just described Jericho, mm-hmm. seems like he would be a better fit for Blue. So why Mystic over Blue? And that's the whole thing where the other characters play in. Uh, there are certain other characters on the team that do have conflict uh, with Jericho and with some of the other members. And the other mer- members will have conflict with that character as well. And the connecting point is Jericho. However, there's another character that will kind of hold him and this other character together with the rest of the team to help try to get them to work together. So I guess then the other question is, and that's going to probably be the same question for Mr. Darren, is why not the obvious choice? Why not Raven? Why not Raven? <sighs> I kind of have a feeling he's she's still... As much as I love Raven... Because as much as I love Raven and I would have liked to have her on my team, I just 
couldn't find a way to work her into the story that I had planned in my head. Okay. There was just too many, as it, just too many things that were going to start causing problems, and I didn't know how to make it work. Okay. All right. All right, Darren. What's your pitch for magic? Okay. So as you as you both are aware, you know, magic is a mutant. Shocker. Also the sister <laughs> of Colossus. <laughs> My natural, her natural mutant ability is actually teleportation, which it's like, you know, it's really like that's cool, but she also is a sorceress. When she was in another dimension, she was actually taught uh, white magic by that dimension storm as well. Another reason why I picked magic is because magic is a survivor. You know, magic is, is somebody who will bring, will elevate the offense of this team while also having like enough abilities to help with like support roles if needed. So the way that I, I look at magic uh, using almost like a D&D reference is like she's like a war caster you know bring her to the front she can handle the brute force but also at the same time using magic <laughs> and she could also have uh dang I always forget Fleetwood yes yeah could also have Fleetwood with her which gives you another arsenal that she would have because Fleetwood was with her before going to uh going with Shadowcat don't mess with the white mage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then the real question is, I'm going to ask the same question I just asked Will. Why not the obvious choice? Who's why the obvious choice? Scarlet Witch. Okay. Or why not Storm? Okay. So with uh, for Scarlet Witch, continuity with comics with her is like weird where they're just like oh she's not a mutant right now but before a certain year it was like she was a mutant you know so it's like and she's an omega level mutant and i i wanted to save my omega level spot so so let's let's actually talk about that because technically she isn't now if i'm not mistaken scarlet witch technically she's not a mutant well yeah but remember i think it's after this new event that just happened i something called i can't remember what it was called but there was only 14 omega level mutants mm -hmm. she's not one of them so she's not considered it storm's considered one though. storm is considered an omega level mutant and again i wanted to save that spot i really i really do love storm if i were to put storm into my list i would put storm in as the glue you know because storm in every iteration that like that I really that I really like it's like Storm is always piecing people together even in uh Avengers versus X-Men like you know she switched sides but she was like trying to figure out what the right thing to do was and for her beliefs she divorced the Black Panther and I really love that sternness in her ability but I feel like as far as this team that's being constructed uh, I feel like magic's just the stronger bet you know, for the type of uh, fight that I want, for the type of camaraderie that I'm looking for in this group, um, as well as my Omega level mutant that will be coming later uh, can just make things disappear. So. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. This one, I hate to say it, you guys, I'm giving you guys a tie. 
not giving sure. you guys. I feel like you guys pitched somewhat of a good story. Willie, I feel like your downfall was with, I feel like you described more Jericho as the glue. But again, we won't know until later on. And Magic, I just, I just, that's why I said, I think it's kind of a fair fight there. I can't really give a point to either. So it's going to be a tie on that one. Okay. Still in the game. That's fine. Still in the game. <laughs> Still in the game. <laughs> I'm just here to have a good time, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay. You came to the lo- the wrong ballet recital for that. <laughs> Don't worry, we got our tutus ready. <laughs> All righty, guys. Darren, who's your glue? Oh, glue. All right, guys. My glue is Nightcrawler. <laughs> okay. I, I kind of figured you were going with him. Good choice. Yeah. Good choice. Thank you. Now you just drew another big question for me, but we'll get to that after you pitch. That's fair. <laughs> Willie, who's your glue? My, my glue was Harold. Harold. Harold? Okay. I don't know who Harold is. Harold uh, is not a clarification. His name is Malcolm Duncan. Yeah, she's okay. not. He's not. He's not a big character, but I, I've heard of him. Yeah, he's part of uh, Titan South in the show. Okay. The show. Okay. Okay. Then Darren, I'm gonna go ahead and have you start pitching. Why Nightcrawler as your glue? Nightcrawler, first off, before I start, uh, is my favorite mutant in X-Men or anything. So it doesn't even matter. You can go to My Hero Academia because they're just mutants. That's just Japanese X-Men. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can know. <laughs> so you're a registration in right? One Punch Man <laughs> is all Avengers in My Hero Academia. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Xavier. <laughs> Kids who get powers go to school to learn how to be better with them. I mean, and people who get powers on their adult adventures. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, that could also be sky high, and I, ah, yeah, I don't want to associate that too. That's not a bad movie. That is a cult classic. I will fight anybody. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't a bad movie when we were younger. Hey, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Bruce Campbell with tights and be hero or psychic. Come on, Ash. Come on, man. (laughs) I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying it could have been a lot better. Come on. I will watch this round for me now. (laughs) (laughs) Bruce Campbell saint in that movie. (laughs) Don't care. I will fight anybody. Bruce Campbell's the only good part of the movie. <laughs> when I saw Bruce Campbell, I was like, oh, this is going good. Okay. I'm Sonic Boom. <laughs> My like, guy who was a human light stick. I just yeah. didn't understand like, that. What was it? I love how he goes, ready? <laughs> Where's your power? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm glowing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's get off this um, right there. Yeah. Why but yeah, Nightcrawler, it's like he's always been a voice of reason. And Nightcrawler is also one of Wolverine's best friends. 
he has always been a connector for the X-Men. You know, him, and he's like, with his religious side, even like the whole, him having to like forgive his mom, the whole thing with his brothers and Mephisto and Azazel, like, he is such a camaraderie character that it's just like, who is just so pure and does things for the team. He left heaven to come back and fight with the X-Men to save their lives. Right. I there's nothing else besides that's the glue. I wouldn't leave heaven for anybody. I made it. You'll join me if you're good enough. All right, Willie. You <laughs> got right. a really hard pitch for Harold because what Darren's pretty much got me over right now with Nightcrawler. Even though well, I still have a question for Darren, we'll get to that. That's fair. That's fair. Well, Darren, since you don't really know too much about Harold, I'll do a little introduction for him. Harold is one of the Teen Titans members. He is a musician uh, that is kind of believed to be chosen by the angels. He has, uh, a, his weapon of choice is an instrument that is known as the Mystic Horn of Gabriel. And it allows him to generate portals as he plays and create sonic blasts. And on top of that, he has uh, enhanced human strength. Uh, but for him, he has a connection with uh, the Titans that are on my team, because not only is he on the same, uh, does he get put on the same team as Jericho? Uh, they form a strong connect. They're able to form a strong connection through their joy of music because Jericho knows how to play guitar. Um, but because he has like such an incredible voice of reason and this warm heart, he's formed connections with Beast Boy, Speedy, Robin, Cyborg, uh, he's even actually been uh, in in one occasion saved Raven when she, uh, she got sent into a mythical portal realm and was fighting against enemies. And Harold was able to create a portal into the dimension she was in and portal the rest of the enemies out and get her out of there. So she was able to form a connection with Raven in that way as well. So he's been known to be a very... Uh, very team savvy uh person on teams he's been able to work well with a lot of members so he's able he's able to create that connection and him being on the same team with jericho he has a special connection with him but was harold ever a pirate he's black <laughs> <laughs> will that win you over <laughs> okay <laughs> all right all right we probably just got a trigger warning right there so. <laughs> we apologize to our fans <laughs> we don't mean that derogatory term yes. or anything we like. are sorry for using the term pirate <laughs> <laughs> okay so willie i'm going to start questioning you first okay Darren, i got one question like i said for you and it's okay. actually a pretty good question. Willie. Yeah. I actually have two for you. Okay. In this case, you chose Jericho as your mystic and Harold as your blue. Mm -hmm. The way you pitch their stories seems like they should have been reversed. Where Harold should have been the mystic and Jericho should have been the glue. That's also something that's going to be playing more into the other characters on my team. One other character in particular. But uh, 
the reason I have Harold as the blue and Jericho as the mystic is because like we've seen how some of the old Teen Titan members, uh, Nightwing and everything, they had issues trusting Jericho at first. Uh, in my team, there is a possibility that some of the members may have trouble trusting him again because of certain other members on the team as well. So having Harold on the team as the glue, because he has such a good connection with the other team members and with Jericho, he would be able to help keep all of them working together, all of them cooperating together and help provide trust for some of the other members that are, have yet to be mentioned. Okay. So Darren, maybe you can join in on this question too. Yes. So when I look at a glue, especially with the Teen Titans, especially let's look at the animated show for, mm -hmm. for the animated show. I look at a glue like Starfire. She has held that team together at points where they're breaking up, don't want nothing to do with them. She still tries to hold the team together. I look at Young Justice and I look at Miss Martian for the same reason. Why not those two? over Harold. I know, like you said, it's harder with the other choices, but for this particular rule, how would that work? Because, well, when it comes to the original team, Starfire obviously is the glue, and she fits in the position of the glue. Because no matter what, everybody still is able to connect with her. She is such a kind heart and a good mentor she has a good mentality and always tries to look for the best and keep everybody working together. I feel that Harold is the same, is in the same boat when it comes to this team because he doesn't really have any conflict with anyone. He's more of the laid back, but he tries to get the team working together. And there's not really a lot that not really a lot of people have ever really had conflict with. Okay. No, I, I, I was, I was just, I was questioning that part because I was just like, hold on, I think we lost Mr. Willie there for a second. Yeah, he's frozen. Yeah. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can yes. hear you now. Okay. Um, I was just questioning that because I was like, that's how I would look at a glue. Like, okay, that's a Starfire, that's a Miss Martian, or now that's also going to lead into the X Men question. So. You did pitch a good story for Nightcrawler's glue. But I also wonder why you didn't choose him for stealth. Because he does have stealthy powers. He has a very he has very good stealthy powers. But then the same argument could be made for Magic, who also has teleportation as a base ability. You got a point. So I picked I picked Nightcrawler for glue over stealth because I feel like I do have somebody for that stealth position um, as well as I feel like as great a character as he is for the stealth position he is a greater glue he is a greater uh, person to keep people together even because even in his death like the team became stronger Wolverine and Storm talked a lot more before dating and it brought the team together because they lost somebody who gave themselves for the team and was about a team that they believed in. Okay. So that's why I picked Nightcrawler, his character. Willie and teleportation I... is dope, and he's a pirate. 
really I have to give it to Darren on this one. I think Nightcrawler, he pitched to me a good story for Nightcrawler. I didn't, when I looked at Nightcrawler, I looked, like I said, I just pushed him on the stealth thing. That's how I would have looked at him. Like he's more stealth, but he pitched a great story to me why he's a better glue than he actually is a stealth. So I have to give it to him. I do feel like, Again, I think you put up a really good, strong argument for Harold, especially for two, two people. I don't even know him as much. I know Darren doesn't know him as much. I don't. But, but he's out cool. I think it's harder for me to kind of like give you that one because now it's kind of like, who else is on your team? Like, who else is on that other side of the mountain right there to kind of see why did he put these guys in their roles the way they did? So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and join the stealth. Go to stealth. Mr. Join Darren. the stealth. Yeah, join the stealth. <laughs> um, Darren, who's your stealth? Darwin. Darwin, okay. Okay. Will I know it? a name that you didn't think you'd hear today. <laughs> oh. I love Darwin. <laughs> <laughs> He's by far one of my favorite mutants. <laughs> he's a great character he is a great character why not morph no <laughs> come on morph man he got like really really like screwed over in first class i was so hey, upset I have, about a, that. I have a whole rant about that so. <laughs> <laughs> later later willie Let's go to your stealth. Who's your stealth? Right, my stealth, I chose Speedy. Which Speedy? Uh, what was his name? Roy Harper? The guy who becomes Arsenal? Or Red Arrow? The guy who did drugs? Uh, yes, that one. Roy Harper. Okay. Wait, the one that did drugs? Yeah, the one that did drugs. <laughs> Kids don't do drugs. <laughs> There's a reason they call him Speed. Yes. <laughs> that was the only way it was getting. It's like the guy who does drugs in Green Lantern and Green Arrow. <laughs> Speed. Speed. <laughs> well, that's the one thing I hate in the comics. They like they retconned it where he becomes an alcoholic. It's like, dude, you already did the damage. Just keep it. Like. <laughs> it's like no please don't <laughs> all right so, right off the bat willie's already got me with a question so we'll okay. we'll, we'll get to that <laughs> did you just do the x again <laughs> <laughs> like yeah it's my strike all right, Darren, I'm going to have you pitch first. I'm going to question him on his stuff first, and then, Willie, I'm going to get to you. Darren, okay. Darwin. I picked Darwin because reactive evolution. Let's, let's really examine that. So as, as a few, as everybody, I hope, who's listening to this has seen uh, first class, um, you know, Darwin put his head in some water. He grew gills. You know, he had uh, to defend himself. He grew rocks on his back. His body is made to adapt and to evolve for the situation that he's in and what he's working on. So uh, 
that's the only part of the movie I'm going to reference because the rest of his character development, which was taken away from him at a brutally young age, uh, doesn't matter. But we'll get to that the, right at the end of the episode. <laughs> we, it's going to be there. But as far as like what his ability does, his ability lets him be able to interact with his environment and be able to survive. So not only is he survivalist, but he'll be able to blend in as well because of the situation that's needed. He, he can gain night vision. He can gain heat vision. He will be able to be that tactical um, stealth character that you would need in those, in those points in time, especially if something uh, un, not unfamiliar, but something unexpected were to happen with his abilities, he would still be able to keep his stealth because he's going to react to evolve and protect himself. Okay. All right. So then Mike, really to be totally honest, I don't really have a question for you, Darren. I think you pitched a good story for him. Thank you. So I would have never guessed that, but that, that makes me. <laughs> <laughs> Was it, wasn't there a movie that did that? Like, yeah. What? Oh, so <laughs> uh, uh, dude, where's my car? Yes. Oh, was there? It's like Bob Vance in the top, or Bob Vance, Vance refrigeration. <laughs> every every time you talk, Vance for refrigeration. <laughs> it was like every time you saw him on screen, it's like, yeah, Vance refrigeration. I'm like, oh my god. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, Willie, Roy Harper. Speedy. Roy Harper. So for Speedy, the reason I chose him is because being on the same team as Aqualad, it would give him more incentive to try to be on him on his team and be sort of sort of like a head on his shoulder, be like somebody that he can talk to and connect with. But he Speedy also has been known to have good connection with the rest of the Team Titan squad. And they've known that he has an incredible talent when it comes to his archery and his long range combat abilities uh at times being compared to robin in multiple occasions as having the same sort of techniques same sort of abilities same sort of kind of mentality when it comes to uh combat and whatnot and i think that it makes him a very valuable member as a stealth member of the team because he's able to stick in the shadows stay far away uh he has arrows that have been known to be tracking devices uh recording devices uh so on and so forth so he can track people down keep tabs on them at all times and if anything was to come down he'd be able to pick people off from far distances which makes him a pretty valuable member as a stealth member okay so two questions for you yeah so Again, you mentioned Aqualad and him get along, which they do. But here's my thing. Why not Roy Harper as leader? Because he has rivaled Robin a lot to the point where he is the other leader. You really think about it. He is the Green Arrow. He will Green Arrow challenges the Justice League at points because he feels that they're wrong. Roy Harper more has a level on his head or why not him as a wild card too? That is a good question. And I was 
very close to like I was debating a lot whether I wanted to put him as the leader or not. Uh, the reason that I put him as a stealth was mainly the fact that with the lineup that I was making up for the team, I couldn't really think of anybody else who would fit into the stealth position and have a good connection with Speedy. Uh, the only other person I could have figured would have been Robin, which kind of would have worked, but I feel like there would have been too much of budding with heads with the leadership positions. Uh, and so that's why I put Aqualad as the leader. I felt that Speedy could have been a good person for to console with uh, if he ever needed advice for leadership, but uh, Speedy also would be more suitable in the sort of stealthy covert type of role. Uh, he's able to get like that intel, whereas Aqualad, I don't think, would be able to do it unless he's talking to fish. Okay. I'm giving, I'm giving you both a tie on that one again. I do okay. feel like Roy Harper is a good stealth member, but I also feel like Darwin is also a good member. I was originally when he said Roy Harper, that was the only question I had is why not him as a leader? Because to me, if it's not Robin. That's who I look at as a leader because even in the cartoon, you see how much they butt head because of their leadership style. Mm -hmm. uh, Darwin, I will say this originally, like I said, Roy Harper was going to get it, but Darren pitched a really good story for Darwin. And, and something else to think about when Darwin was faced up against the Hulk evolution, just teleported him away away from the Hulk because it knew like his body knew it wouldn't be able to handle that. So that's something else to think about. His power manifests in different ways where it could be an energy blast, a teleportation, or like strictly anything to help with that situation that he's in. We'll give you style points if you actually tell us, give us your rant now about why Darwin sucked <laughs> or why oh, easy. Darwin because <laughs> again with with Sebastian <laughs> like killing Darwin, it didn't make sense because his ability would have protected him. They're like, oh, it's a it's a nuclear explosion. And he's come back from being obliterated. His body would be able to morph and contain that. It wouldn't be something that turned him into a living rock and then kill him. Like it, his his abilities just don't work that way. He's a survivor. To kill him, it takes a lot more than what that movie portrayed. Yeah, it's a no. whole lot of bull. It's a whole lot of bullshit. Bull stuff. Sorry. I don't know. Language. Bull snikes. No. <laughs> you want me to tell you what I call those shoes? Sneakers. Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> White Wolf was my next pick. <laughs> Why not the White Ape now? Come on now. Everybody likes Mbaku. <laughs> he was not stealthy. <laughs> he is very loud. Yeah. Even in what's its face in Strike Force, he is like a taunter. Like, come at me. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> and he just beats up on people. Okay. So right now, Darren's in the lead by one point. Willie, you better find a way to either tie and win one round. Hope that Darren doesn't have a good pitch. At least tie it. 
or you win the next two rounds. That's your only two ways you're winning, or at least have a chance at winning. Okay? Strength. Willie, strength. Now hear me out. Beast Boy. Okay. I'll that to you. Is that All right. For people who listen to our or listen to our Teen Titan draft, that's a salty thing for Darren's too. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was coming. Like I knew I couldn't place where Beast Boy was gonna rank in this list, but I just knew I knew he was coming. I'll give you him at strength. I'll give it to you in strength. I think he is one of the strength or one of the strength members of the original. He's he's one of the most versatile. Okay. Darren, strength. He's like, shut up, Willie. I don't want to hear. He's like, flashbacks. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, Which is sad because you have the upper hand on this one. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> um, okay, so my pick, I'm stuck in between two. It was hard to even pick one. But I'm going to go with Colossus. We got to debate it. I'm telling you this right now, just off the two picks, you guys are at a tie right now. My other pick was going to be Rogue. (laughs) If you would have chose Rogue, I would have said, no, ain't going to (laughs) happen. Good thing you chose Colossus. Okay. My man Rogue. I look at Rogue as a wild card more than Whoa, man. as a strength. Because, yeah, she is powerful, but she is a wild card because she can take the powers of other mutants. Yeah, but she got the permanent strength and stuff from Miss Marvel and has the ability to fly. So she is super strong. Well, that's what I mean. She man. still has a strength factor to her. But I look at Colossus more when I look at a strength member than I look that's at fair. Rogue. Like Rogue to me is more a wild card in that case. I look at her like, well, she's kind of a jack of all trades in some ways. Like she can take powers if need to be and step up to help out. That's accurate. So, all right. Willie, I'm going to have you start this round. Okay. Why Beast Boy? So, Beast Boy to me has always been one of the more versatile of the Teen Titans. And fitting him onto this crew works really well because. Like, I'm going to go over some of the other facts first. He can be a stealthy person, being able to shrink down to the size of a fly and go into places. And he's able to even turn into a fish so he can go underwater and communicate with Aqualad. And being such an easygoing person, he works well as another glue, being able to interact with Cyborg and Speedy and Aqualad and all pretty much all the characters. But he has such potential to be a strength and is why I put him there because being able to be such a powerhouse transforming into larger scale animals and even his kind of beast form that was shown in the show, uh, he's been known to like tap into such incredible amount of strength levels. And... Not trying to joke with you. I'm going to stop your time right there. You lost style points for just even mentioning the show. (laughs) Are you talking about the Titan show or the Teen Titans cartoon? 
the Teen Titans cartoon. Okay, thank God. Never mind. <laughs> why are you Why are you bringing Titans the live action show into this? I thought you said, well, we've seen it in the show. How dare but... you mention that? <laughs> we just got done discussing this. Why would you even bring that up? I literally thought you said it. I was like, excuse me? I mean, if, this round, like, if, I'm not if anything, that should be a deduction of five points just because of the show. Will <laughs> <laughs> I? Yeah, Brandon, you lost five points because you mentioned the show. Because you mentioned the show. <laughs> and I'm the judge. And you're the judge. <laughs> Sit your ass back down. <laughs> so no matter no matter how this ends up, there's gonna be a first and a second and a third place. <laughs> oh, by the way, after you guys are done with your team, I'm gonna have you guys judge my team. So I did make a team if I could okay. choose a team. Okay. Okay. So go ahead and continue, Willie. Sorry, I did. I thought you said Titans. I was like, how? Oh, oh heck no. <laughs> We're not talking about this. <laughs> nope. You just lost this round. It goes to Colossus. I don't even want to hear Darren's Go part. home. <laughs> he, Darren's like, know. bring up the Titans show. Just bring it up. <laughs> anyway. So, so, yeah, he's been known to show incredible uh, feats of strength when it comes to his transformation abilities. And being able to pair that with, like, his combat abilities that he's been really progressing. Uh, and, yeah, his connections with the other members like Cyborg, Speedy, Aqualad. I have no doubts that he'd be able to form a connection with Harold. So, yeah, I think that he fits well in my team being able to be the strength person. I don't have any questions for you, Will, there. I think you pitched a good story for Beast Point. Um, but actually, I do. Can I get a hint of what your next pick is? Because I'll tell you this right now. Darren only has one woman on, her one on his team. You have no woman on your team so far. Is your I'll next just say, I will just say that the character has connection to Jericho. I think I know who you're talking about now. Okay. It's Jenny Hex. <laughs> What's Jericho's mom's name? <laughs> it's Slade. There we go. It's Slade. <laughs> All right. Darren. Jenny Hex. <laughs> How dare you bring up her name? <laughs> I don't like her in the comics. I just never have. I just, when you read Young Justice, you're like, oh, Superboy, yeah, I, I understand that. Robin, okay. You know, what was it? Kid Flash, okay. I can't remember the girl's name, the one the Green Lantern, the one that hacked the Green Lanterns. The one you chose. She was on my, she was on my team, too. Um, you know, it was your first I, pick. She was my first pick. I can't remember her name right now. But her, okay, she's cool. Jenny Hex, who the crap is that? <laughs> That's how I looked at her. It's like, she don't fit well with this team. Like, it don't make any sense. You got all, like, heroes that been under big-name heroes, and you get Jenny Hex. What, what 
Okay. Colossus. Why Colossus? Okay, because Colossus is another voice of reason character who I find to be a very great mentor uh, using scenes from the uh, questionable X-Men franchise. Uh, you know, he's been a very solid team player, like in X2, when uh, he looked at Wolverine, when they were being attacked by Stryker, it was like, I can help you fight. It was like, no, get the kids. He didn't argue. He got the kids out because we were like, this is my role in this. Colossus is a powerhouse. You know what I'm saying? He knows, he learned judo from Cyclops. He learned acrobatics, swordsmanship, and all of that from Nightcrawler. He's actually beaten Iron Man and Thor, Juggernaut. Like this, he is such a solid player and he's a team player. Him working together with Magic, Wolverine, Darwin, I feel like that's such a strong front line. And then Forge in the background helping to create something that would be able to fight Magneto's uh, magnetic uh, abilities towards him. I feel like that's possible because Iron Man actually made an anti-magnetic field uh, for his suit in Avengers vs. X-Men to stop Magneto from fighting him. I think Forge has the same ability to create something like that, if not better. And again, I have no questions for you. I kind of had a feeling that was going to be your strength because you had a sister on your team, Magic. Magic. Yeah, I kind of figured that was going to be your... <laughs> I, I remember I just, you know, fan, I just started streaming the X-Men, the animated series again, watching it over. And I watched the episode when Colossus first comes into the... <laughs> and he's like... Oh, the building's been destroyed? Like, oh man. <laughs> it just makes me slap so hard. It's just like that's he's just, such a character. It's like he's in the Deadpool movies. <laughs> he's so great in the movies. I and then it's like I, Yeah, I can't lie. About his resistance. Like yeah. his resistance to like drops, electricity, other energy blasts. Like he is sturdy. That man is a tank. Yeah. So, so I guess I have a question now for both of you, because now you kind of made me start thinking both of you. For, and this goes to both. I'll let Darren start first, and I'll jump to you, Will. Both okay. of these characters would fit great as a glue member as well. Yes. So why strength? Over strength, glue? strength over glue, because I am not backing down from my Nightcrawler is the perfect glue for this team. There's just no one. There's just no one better at that role. Again, it's like. You have a head coach, you have an assistant coach, then you also have defensive coach, and you, you have an captain. offensive coach. And then you you get know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Colossus has his role to play, it's just not glue. But I do think that he is a valid, strong defender, a great tank character for the team who can take hits, give them out, and support other teams and support other members and what they need to do for the battle. So then I do have one more question. I, I, I know you're not backing down from Nightcrawler. I'm not. Could you see him as a glue member? Uh, Colossus? Yes. Yeah, I could. I I can see him being a glue member, but I don't see him being the glue member. Right. Like again, if Nightcrawler passed away, he would definitely fit that role. They would get somebody else for like to fill to take up that space. But as far as like you know, in a perfect world, Nightcrawler lives forever, and Colossus would die first. Well, I'll tell you this right now. I think I got a glue that will beat both your team, and I think I have a glue that will beat Willie's team member. 
So we'll get to that at the end. This one's been out there. So, so, really, <laughs> so why not Beast Boy as a glue member? The funny thing is, in a way, he kind of is a is like a secondary glue, considering the members of the, the team that I have on. Because just like Harold, he has connection to a lot of the characters, and he's known for being the goofy side character that is always fun-loving and is trying to get people together, get them laughing, get them happy. So he does work as a secondary glue. The reason I put him as the strength, though, is because he does fit more of the role. Considering my team, he fits more of the role for the strength because of the like massive amount of force that he's able to generate from his transformation, being able to transform into such powerful, large creatures that very few people can withstand against. Okay. So Willie, I'm giving you somewhat of a fighting chance. I'm giving you both a tile on that one again. I do feel like you both picked a great story for both these characters in the strength position. I can't give it to one or the other, though, because I love both characters. It is hard for me to choose Colossus over Beast Boy. Hell, that one I'm, I'm still in it. So, it gives Willie a fighting chance. Oh, man. This round, Darren's the winner. Okay. Your next one is your wild card. Right. Darren, who's your wild card? Come on, guys. Uh, I think Damn Franklin it. Richards is going to make an appearance <laughs> I do, today. You. Franklin <laughs> motherfucking Richards. <laughs> I think Franklin so, Richards is about to show up today. <laughs> but Willie, you better have an even more powerful... Wow. Okay, so... This all is finally going to connect full circle. My wild card, my wild card is Rose Wilson Worth, aka Ravager. I knew you were gonna choose when you said he had she had a connection with Jericho, like, <laughs> Jericho's sister. I knew it. I was like, yep, it's gonna be Rose Wilson. So Willie, I'm gonna have you pitch first because I think Darren's got a strong case for Franklin Richards. So let's get okay. your case out of the way first. <laughs> so okay. Why Rose Wilson as a wild card? So Rose Wilson obviously is the biggest outcast in this entire group. Uh, being the daughter of Slade and having all of his strength and abilities, learning all of his techniques, having his like same skills, and not technically being a good person or not being a hero of sense, uh, putting her on this team, giving her some sort of a redemption arc, she's already going to be viewed as an outcast uh, to everyone on the team. But the way I see it, it'd be a good way for her and Jericho to try to form a connection, being brother and sister on a team again. And knowing Jericho, how loving and accepting he is, he would do, try to do his best effort to connect with her again and keep her on her team, on like connected with the team and form a family bond again. Ravager 
is not known to be as kind-hearted, so it might be a little bit more difficult for her to form that connection. And all the other members of the team would also see that they can't form that connection with her as well, because nobody likes Slade. So, so I like Slade. I like. <laughs> he's a good guy. <laughs> oh yeah, he's earlier in the Teen Titans. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so I am bringing up the show that shall not be named because I will give credit where credit's due. I actually did not mind Rose Wilson and the Titan show. I think she was actually one of the characters you felt like, okay, I could actually understand where she's coming from. Um, I did love the end scene. Um, spoilers for a, sh- a crappy show that came out two years ago, two, three years ago, and it's come out with the third season for some God knows reason. I don't know why. It's for the fans. No fan wants it. You should read the comments of the trailer. Nobody wants the show. I'm telling you right now, this show is going to stink this season because they're bringing Red Hood into it too fast. I am already not looking forward to it. I don't even know how it's going to work. I will say I do like Starfire's new outfit. Yeah, I'll give you credit there. That outfit is smoking. Everything gets better with time. Everything gets better with time. So, with going back to Rose Wilson, one of the scenes I did love with her in it was the scene where Jericho goes into her body mm-hmm. after he killed Slade. Even though I still think there's a loophole in that. I don't think Slade is dead. I'm sorry. There's a major plot hole. We discussed that in the tight tit- why the Titan show stinks. I even mentioned that. And I know you said you were like, I didn't really see that either. <laughs> <laughs> it was so interesting. You know the loophole, Mr. Darren, before we continue to Franklin Richards? No. Okay, so the loophole is in earlier in season two when they have a flashback with Rose and Slade, Rose gets shot in the hand and she regenerates her hand. Okay. And she got those powers from Slade. So at the end fight between Nightwing, Rose, and Slade, Rose stabs him and kills him, and he dies. Shouldn't he be regenerative too? Yes. So the real question is, is he dead? No. What was the whole point of showing us that scene? Where did he get stabbed? I can't remember. He stabbed by Rose at the end of the last episode. Where did he get stabbed? Chest. Heart. Uh, And he got stabbed in the plot armor. Yeah. I mean, in a way, that might be something that could be the reasoning behind that is because she got hit in the hand, right? That's different than the heart. But still, if he, she, if there's still regeneration, there has to be a way he's not really dead. That's where the whole loophole comes into play. How does Rose survive a gunshot to the hand without having to go to a hospital to get, you know, to Slade getting stabbed and he dies? I guess that's just something that we're going to have to find out in the next season. This is why. <laughs> next time on Titans. God, no. <laughs> Last time on Teen Titans. Nope, turn it off. <laughs> um. But, okay, so 
but Willie just pitched a good story. I'm not going to lie, Darren. I'm really tempted to give it to him because I do want to hear your stories and what you got for this team. I do like Franklin Richards, but I'm curious why you have him on a team where Wolverine is in charge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why Franklin Richards? I have Franklin Richards on a team, uh, on a team of Wolverine specifically, specifically Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Colossus, Magic, I Darwin. I wanted him on this team because this team is full of survivors. Franklin Richards, with his abilities with uh, time manipulation, matter manipulation, be able to create pocket universes and stuff like that. I feel like him having a, all these mentors will be able to guide him into a good uh, into a good route because in uh, is it Don of X, one of the okay. recent ones, yeah, like where his parents wouldn't let him go and meet meet with the other mutants. They wouldn't want him to go away, and it's like they didn't really get a chance to see because they all interacted with the mutants, but they don't really understand them. I feel like with all those different personalities, but with all the same survival instincts and the trust that they have in each other, that will give Franklin Richards such an advantage when it comes to using his abilities and how he grows as an individual. You know, it give, it'll give him that time to really be like, I'm a mutant, but then he'll have people like Wolverine where it's like being a mutant isn't the only thing that makes you. You know, same with Colossus. It's gonna be all about your connections in the long run. I wanted him to be on a team with a bunch of people who are seasoned and will be able to teach him survival uh, survival abilities, as well as being able to help him realize his ability. Since I couldn't pick Professor Xavier, <laughs> I feel like, you know, who's a better teacher than people who've accidentally killed people that they cared about? You know, I feel like that's such a solid move. As far as power-wise, again, like, just change reality. You were never born. The, the, here is the only reason why, hear me out, I am actually going to give this point to Willie. Yay! Okay. One, I do feel like now he's explained why Jericho's more kind of part of the team where he could also be a glue, too. Okay. This is where I said too, Will, that maybe he would have worked better as the glue and Harold would have been the mystic because he is the person to bring her in. He's the person that's going to be able to bring her in and understand this is what he has to do. You know, this is what she's here for. She's there to get help just as much as I. But I also said I wasn't solely basing this off power. You did. You did say that. So Franklin Richards, unfortunately to me, when I look at this team, it's like, you wouldn't even need a team. It's just Franklin Richards. He just creates the reality he wants it to be. He has got a pet Galactus sitting in the palm of his hand. Like, go feed my minion and can send him in. <laughs> but he has to learn to not be a tyrant. And that's what these people can teach him. Because but think about it. How easily could Wolverine have become a tyrant? Oh, I'm not that. But I think also, too, we forget who his parents are. His parents is Reed Richards and Sue Storm. The perfect people to turn Franklin Richards into a tyrant. 
They didn't want him to live his own life. He has to get out of that bubble. I can't see Reed Richards that way. I can't see Sue Storm that way. Sue Storm yeah, Sue, would venture. See, Sue would venture, but seeing that conflict in his home, like that's not going to be good for him. Right. It's going to cause that that rift between one parent. And if it is Sue, if something happens to Sue, then Franklin's left with a dad that doesn't understand him and his sister. And his sister would probably join him and be like, hey, you know, dad is being a butt like he usually is. He still hasn't fixed Uncle Ben, but I don't think he's trying to do that no more. So, you know, fans, I didn't do this on purpose, but I am giving the point to Willie. I do feel like he had a better story for Rose than he did. Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Jay. <laughs> Go, Tim Venture. It's Young Justice. Get it right. Okay. <laughs> Zoltan. <laughs> Zoltan. <laughs> What's That's side? it. Team Zoltan all the way. West side? What up? So, so here's the question. Do you want to hear our stories first, or do you want to go through your list, and then we just hear all That's three? That's what I was just going to say. Let me go through my list to see how you guys think. So I'm going to give both my leaders. I'll give both okay. my texts, so on and so forth. And you'll see why I started asking certain questions. Nightwing was my leader for Teen Titans, just because to me he is of the soul. He is the sole leader. To me, I don't look at a Teen Titans team without knowing a Robin is in charge. It doesn't have to be Nightwing. It could be Tim Drake. It could be Damien. But you'll see why I didn't choose Damien. Okay. My leader for X Men was Cyclops, because I do feel like he has a picture of. Professor Xavier, along with Magneto. He has the sides of both. Yeah. He understands both sides of the argument. Techs. My tech was the same as Willie. For Teen Titans, it was Cyborg. My, and this is why I asked you Beast. Beast was my scientist slash tech on the team. Mm -hmm. To me, he is the level head. He is the one that I think would, it's like you said, He's, it's like how you said with Colossus and Nightcrawler where they could be leveled heads with, you know, like with Wolverine. That's how I look at Hank with Cyclops. Like, okay, yeah, you can look at it this way, but you can't always look at it this way. You have to see the bigger picture. You know, you know, Mystic. Mine was Raven. And mine was Storm. Of course. I did not choose. I almost chose Scarlet Witch, but then I realized if I put Scarlet Witch in it, it's like I don't even need the team. She just wipe out mutant powers. Okay, Apocalypse, you lost your powers. Go. <laughs> just, just <laughs> you know. Uh, glue. Starfire was my glue. And I know that's going to be shocking to a lot of fans because I'm a Miss Martian fan more than I am. Yes. Starfire. <laughs> Starfire. So my, glue, my glue though for x-men and i'm shocked darren didn't put her on her on his team and yes i said to her shadow cat yep yep i chose kitty pride of course okay still was kid flash for me wally west and nightcrawler was my stealth strength was the same as mr darren i did have colossus and my Teen Titans team, I had Superboy, Jonathan Kent. You can probably see where I'm going with with Wildcard now. 
because I said why Damian Wayne is not my leader. He's my wild card. Damian Wayne is my wild card because he will not listen to Dick. If he knows like you're you're stupid, he's just gonna go do his own thing, and he'll bring Superboy along with him because Superboy and him are best buddies. They need to continue doing the Super Sense books. I love them. I don't care. <laughs> my wild card though is gonna shock you with my X-Men. It's not Wolverine. Gambit. It's Cable. Cable. Okay. But I, have a See, I feel like your your team went like super traditional when it comes to the X-Men. Yeah. I like the tradition. <laughs> but I okay. feel like there are certain characters why I don't want them on my team. Like X-Men, I don't ever look at Wolverine as a team member. I just don't. I like him more as a solo. Or with the Avengers, where it's like he's like a liaison for the X Men or the mutants on the Avengers. That's fair. I like him more that way. Cable, the only reason I went with him for Wildcard, because he is from the future. And sometimes he, the X Men are not going to know why he's doing things the way he's doing it. If that makes sense. But he's going to see it. This is what happened. But Cyclops and Beast are looking like, what the crap are you doing? It don't make any sense. That's why I view him as a wild card. I almost chose X23. I almost chose her. I wanted I I like her. Like if they do yeah. a new version of Wolverine, that needs to be who it is. I, I don't want to see Hugh Jackman. Even though I love Hugh Jackman, I don't want to see him again. I think they ended him so well. It's like just bring X23 into it. Like I'd rather you just X23 and Honey Badger. Yeah. Oh, That'd be cool. I would love Honey Badger. Honey well, Badger. I have a feeling he's going to be in the next Deadpool movie. I have a feeling that's going to happen. Honey Badger. <laughs> she is a jokester. She is a jokester. So, and so, okay. So I kind of want to hear your guys' questions. Like, what what would be your questions if you look at both my teams? Um, My first question is, if you also pick Colossus, why didn't he win strength? I went with him on strength. I, I did. I did. I said I put him at strength. No, no. I, I was just saying, why didn't he beat Beast Boy? <laughs> I like Beast Boy, but I Same. feel like with the team I'm going with, I want more of a serious team, and I do think he is more immature. Okay. That's, okay. I like Beast Boy. Willie knows I like Beast Boy, but I think there's like a certain team he works well with, and with the team I'm going with, it's kind of like – and two – I know a lot of people don't like it. I love the Damien and Raven relationship. I don't care. I know a lot of people are going to ignore me for that. I do love it. Sorry. They kind of do fit together. Yeah. Beast Boy and Raven for life. Oh, I can't. I can't, <laughs> man. It's, di- it's, it's Tara and him more. I can always see him with Tara. And then it, it makes but me see, Tara, Tara you, just makes him sad. I want him happy. But you got to see, like, I think the best way you saw it was in the Teen Titans show. Where you saw her, where she loved Beast Boy. You mm-hmm. can tell she did. But then she gets hurt again. And she feels it is the Teen Titans' fault. Mm-hmm. So you have to see her side of the story, too. And that's one of my favorite what was it? One of my favorite arcs in the whole series is the Judas contract. Yeah. Because they do I it think differently, but they do it so well that you 
feel for Tara. Like you understand yeah. what, and it's the first one they don't do the relationship between Destro and her. I swear that is like the worst thing that came out of that comic. But, you know, I think we've gotten to a discussion kind of like this before when it came to, uh, I think, Jean Grey, where there are certain characters that are made just kind of to be throwaway characters eventually. And yeah. Jean Grey, she's become a throwaway character multiple times. I feel like Tara is the same. She's kind of a, th- she's turned into a throwaway character where she, in every adaptation, she's around for a one, two, three issues and then she has to meet her end and then she has to meet her end in the same fashion every single time but am i the only one that's like i think maybe you guys agree with me maybe you guys don't i think when it did come to the show i think they did a way better job in explaining it it was the best adaptation was in the show yeah like i loved that whole thing where it wasn't her always working with slate that she actually did want to work with the Titans. She actually did love Beast Boy. You could tell. And then how she goes off on her own. Then she comes back and she still has the same feelings for Beast Boy. Yeah. Well, it's because they gave her a lot of time for development. When it came to the Judas contract, it was just straight up. Just one movie. Yeah, it was just like she is in a weird place mentally. I, I can I still we're going to talk about that in our next video we're talking about the Judas contract um and I'm not looking forward I know that's going to be one controversial topic we have to bring up unfortunately is the Slade Terra relationship um, we are not fans of that. we're not fans of it unfortunately have fun with that that is going to be like a 30 minute conversation on its own <laughs> Darren, you want to join us for that one too? <laughs> I'll sit that one out. I'll, uh, I'll let you guys do this. I'll, I'll call you in when we're about to talk about that part. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Just sit there, you're like, eh, I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stay out of that. So let's see, what other question do you guys have for my team? Um. Yeah, I don't really have anything right now. Okay. So, this is how we're doing the tiebreaker. Pitch a story, pitch a villain. And why that villain is your main villain. Actually, you don't even have to really pitch a story. I just want to see what your villain's going to be and how that works with your team. Darren, I'm going to have you go first. Because, Willie, I think you kind of got an obvious pick, but I know you, you're going to choose somebody different. So, I want to say, ah, dang, I keep dropping things. Hold I'm on, <laughs> what did the phone do to you, Darren? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's just, it's just a, a lot happening. Just happens. Yeah, I just dropped so much stuff just now. Um, so I think that it's. Uh, that my villains are going to be I'm going to like set my iPad up somewhere so it doesn't fall again. Um, I'm picking my villains to be believe it or not Apocalypse. I kind of had a feeling you were going to go Apocalypse. Why Apocalypse? I want Apocalypse because I feel like especially like with picking the four horsemen and everything like that, 
it would give the team a very solid challenge. While I also feel like Apocalypse would be trying to spend most of that time trying to convince Franklin Richards to join him. Mm, all right. And that again, that leads into the team with their experience of surviving and how to be a better person is keeping him tethered to staying a staying in reality with them, with not trying to go to Apocalypse. Willie, he just pitched a good story for Franklin Richards being part of his team and the main villain. So now the real question is, who's your villain? And who and why would they be facing him? Or what would make him so significant? Or her so significant? So for me, the villain is a lot like how it is in the show. It's kind of a mystery but revolving around Slade. So there's no confirmation if it actually is him or not, but there are subtle clues connecting with his son and daughter. So, so it's, it's, the whole, it's the whole case of a new team is starting to be formed. Cyborg uh, being one of the last members along with Beast Boy is picking a new team. So he collages with some of the other Titan Towers that uh, have team members that could be left. And while he's coming together with, uh, like, new people for the team, uh, he's confronted by Harold and Jericho about uh, some things going on. And Jericho has been receiving like messages by someone claiming to be his father and at the same time uh out of nowhere they uh start getting red alerts over somebody causing havoc and that person who's causing causing havoc is ravager uh so they managed to get a hold of ravager and uh, when they capture her and start questioning her we discover that she is also receiving messages from somebody claiming to be Slade as well. So she's trying to find answers. And while they want to just like contain her, make sure she doesn't cause any more problems, uh, Jericho and Harold uh, want to recruit her onto the team so they can figure it out together because Jericho just wants to look out for his sister. <laughs> and while the rest of the team is not able to like get behind this right away. Uh, Harold, who kind of has a connection with Jericho, is able to see what he's feeling and realizing that not only is this issue revolving around his father, uh, it's involving his sister. And he doesn't, he wants to be able to form that connection back with his family and resolve this issue. So he's able to communicate with the others that this is a very pressing issue for both of them. And it could be in their best interest with the skills and knowledge that both the family members have to work along with the Titans to try to solve, like resolve this issue that could be coming up. Okay. I'll have the script written out next month. Okay, you, guys ready? <laughs> you guys ready for your, for the winner? Who we got? You want a drum roll? 
Pretty sure I know who it is. Right corner, Mr. Darren Soto. Oh, ah! I was surprised. Here's the one thing, Willie. You want me to tell you what you could have pitched and maybe I would have went for it? Rose Wilson is Tara in this situation. So you said Ravenger. But what I was thinking was maybe she could go on the team and be the Tara. Where she is. Who's to say? But who's to say that the villain isn't actually Tara? But I'm not saying it's Tara. What I'm saying is, what if Ravenger was the Terra in this situation? So swapping out Terra as the wild card? No, 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 no. Keeping Rose Wilson as a, pretty much like, you know how the Judas contract is, and you have Terra as the main villain. What if Rose Wilson was that Terra? What if Rose Wilson betrayed the team? Somehow, some way, she still had a connection to Slade. If she's like you're saying, like she might have had like a dual personality where she's woes one minute, but she's Ravenger the next. You see my thing I'm trying to say? So, what if Ravenger, the persona of Ravenger, took over and she became the villain or she's helping Slade? Like a double cross. Her thinks there she's helping the team. And really, she isn't. She's actually hurting the team. I'll tell you this right now. If you would have pitched that, you would have won me. The reason I went with Darren's is because Apocalypse is a pretty powerful villain. Franklin Richards has uncontrollable power. If Apocalypse was able to convince him to turn, the universe would change forever. Yeah. There is a very strong possibility that could actually happen. I think that's where I had to judge it a little bit more. Because I, you guys, I'll tell you this, there was parts of it that way, almost went a draw. Where I felt like both of you pitched a great story and just said, we're calling it a draw. Let the fans vote. Let the fans decide. But <laughs> my reason I went with that is because that if you would have said a certain villain, I think like if you would have said like Magneto, I think again, it would have been a situation where it had been like, if you said Magneto, it'd been like, okay, again, that's the obvious choice. But also with Slade, I also look at it that, but I also look at it as that's probably one of their biggest villains where you could put them in any story with them and it fits. But that's where I was kind of like when you were saying with Ravenger, I was like, Oh, is there going to be a twist with Ravager? Like, is she really the turncoat of the team? Or she's not really helping the team, but she's getting the information off to, you know, maybe like she was the outcast when she first started. Then she started taking advantage of Jericho. If that makes sense. Where he was getting more information and then handing it. Well, I mean, we're just in the first five minutes of the story. I'll have the script if you want to read it. <laughs> Okay, we'll call it a draw then. <laughs> I'll write I mean, the story for you. Like, I, was, it in a he's like, I got it in the kitchen already. It's almost <laughs> done. <laughs> Another 45 minutes and we'll get a good story. <laughs> We're going to be some junk. 
throw some hot Tabasco sauce on the top of that jambalaya, and we got to stuff some pasta. We're going to be the, nev- the next Kevin Eastman and Peter Lee, or we're going to come up with the, the weird story <laughs> that works. <laughs> hey. I'm not sure. Hey, I won. I'm not Gary. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the W, if that's what it means. <laughs> I'll now, be honest. Now, if it comes down to writing a script, you won. I can't write to save my life. <laughs> now I'll be honest I, I actually really liked your team I thought you had a lot of good members I've already told you that I love I like Nightcrawler I love Colossus I love Darwin so I gotta say I, I really liked your team too so I, I don't I will take be, any hardship from it I will no, be, I'm really interested to see how your team runs especially with, with characters I don't know that's how I'll be like I want to see it now darren you might agree with me here the only reason i almost gave it to willie too because willie was bold with certain characters like i think all your characters everybody kind of knows a little bit where everybody kind of goes yeah i can see them fitting willie was bold with harold and jericho you didn't you don't you don't see the other names on this list of who could have made it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I kind of want to hear, were there certain people that you, I know you said Rogue almost made your team, Darren. Was there any other characters you almost went, yeah, I almost went with? Uh, Mero, I almost put Mero on my really? team. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I almost had Maggot. God. Why Maggot? Uh, <laughs> like, why? So, hear me out. I was going to put Maggot for my strength because the slugs that come out of his abdomen, whatever they eat, he gets the energy and he gets like mad buff and strong so maggot is one of the cooler weird mutants that they've created and i'm well, a fan. glad you didn't pitch that because if that's what would have happened willie would have won <laughs> beast boy would have won hands down like <laughs> but see I don't, you don't know that because maggot is such a it's such a wild card and then you also have like i almost put dust who i could turn into a dust on your team a living sandstorm like no, i just had a bunch of weirdos who almost made it dude then why not dupe huh why not dupe a little green potato because <laughs> dupe is interesting to see other people use not for me i wouldn't use dupe but he's interesting to see other people use all right willie what about you what characters almost made your team not gonna lie, I've been I was very tempted to just use the classic characters, just like the normal team that everybody knows and love. Throw in super uh superboy or Diana in there. Or Donna, yeah, Donna. Donna, Donna, Donna yeah. Troy. Donna Troy. You would have won me with Mystic if you said Donna Troy. It would yeah. I mean it was very, very tempting, but I, like I wanted to make I things like I wanted to make things a little bit different because right. if you just chose if you just chose the standard characters, you're gonna have the same story over and over again. Like so I, exactly I wanted to make it Darren's team. I didn't see Wolverine as a leader. I look at him more as a wild card because he is the guy that would go, "I'm doing my thing my own way. Screw you guys. Get out of my way." And if you guys yeah, but Wolverine know. is also a solid parent and a solid mentor. Like he is. He has so many like adopted like children like that he's taking care of like Jubilee, Rogue, like people right. who just look up to him. 
Right. And it's like when he does take over for the uh, Gene Gray Institute, it, it really shows his uh, his leadership ability. I'll give you that. That's what I said. Like, I just look at him more like Nightcrawler. He did pitch a good story for him being a glue. I would never look at him as a glue. But now I kind of know one character Darren's looking at for the draft is Nightcrawler. So. Oh, that's my first pick, no matter what. Oh, matter. really? <laughs> really? We prepared to steal. <laughs> but, all right. Don't do this. <laughs> well, for everybody listening, we appreciate you guys listening in. We would love to hear your comments. So you can, also, you can find us on Instagram. Tell us who won. Um, we'll be posting a post on the video. Um, you can tell us who you feel won this fight. Um, what was it? Maybe even give your own team in those particular roles to see how you guys feel about it. Um, like we said, the next video we're going to be recording is actually going to be the book club, which is going to be the Judas contract. Um, Darren, we would still love you to be on that one. So it doesn't feel too awkward to talk about, but <laughs> it's probably one of the best teen Titan books or one of the part of the best story arcs of theirs, but it's, has the most controversial part of it all yep and that happens in the very first issue of the arc yeah i went back and reread and i was like oh no like i forgot about this god no so no 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 copyright no more All right, but and then we're going to be doing the X Men draft. We're going to have Mr. Darren come back, plus four other guests. Um, there's going to be seven of us in this draft, and it or about six, seven people in this draft. It is going to be insane. And somehow I'm going to get Nightcrawler before anyone. You better prefer, you better hope Maybe. you get number one pick, or he's going to be off the board. <laughs> I don't think I know who Willie is, but I'm going to hold that off because I know him and his girlfriend are. Do you? Yes, I do, because I know you and your girlfriend are going to fight over the character who gets first. <laughs> I'm keeping my pick quiet. I'm not saying who my first pick is, but I will give you a hint. My team, I am actually going to try to go no Omega level games. Maybe some prior ones, but nowadays no Omega level games. So I'm going to go a little harder. Okay. Good team. All righty. That you guys realize. I'll be the quiet one that starts, and then just all of a sudden, bam! <laughs> just like I did with the Teen Titans. I got Dick Grayson. Okay, good. I got Miss Martian. Awesome. Oh, I got Cyborg still. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what I've realized with that video is I still should have made Batman Beyond my mentor, even though he was the rookie. He could have yeah. more. Like. I, I realized that after when I was listening to the podcast, like, yeah, I could have done that. That would have made more sense. But, oh, well. <laughs> but thank you for listening. Um, again, we have Mr. Darren Soto with us. Um, Darren, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at the.soto. You can find me on my website, Orange Tea Studios, as well as Facebook, the underscore Soto. All righty. And like we said, you can also find us on Instagram at Comic Talkers. You can also be listening to us on Anchor, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And um, we're going to be getting trying to get back into YouTube a little bit more. But as of right now, we're just doing those. Um, but without further ado, my name is Brandon. I'm William. And I'm Darren. 
and thank you for listening. So long. Bye.